following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Inside this broadcast, Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, will join us. A lot to get to. What about Lamar Jackson as a Detroit Lion? Free agency is coming up. Jeff spent... Uh, the week at the Combine and Indy last week. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team. They're down to a few remaining home games. So just go and search Grand Rapids Gold. Follow them Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and also tickets available at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office. So much on the NFL front. Uh, Rodgers out of the darkness. Carr uh, with that huge deal, you know, setting the bar uh, for this QB run, uh, both in free agency and also in the upcoming NFL draft, which we'll get to. Uh, the NFL making noise almost every day, and, it, and they love it uh, with the shield. Jeff Risden, I mentioned in studio uh, with us today. Uh, Jeff, when you look at the combine, uh, we'll get to Lamar Jackson's story, uh, free agency. We had Herman Moore on the show yesterday saying he's as comfortable as ever when it comes to the Lions. I mean, we're all just kind of waiting for what pieces uh, they fill in. And we get to the start of the regular season. I know we got free agency first, then the draft. But let's go back and look uh, at the combine. You were there, uh, yep. and I saw your story at Lions Wire, and also uh, listened on the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, you targeted players that you think that could be in a Lions uniform this summer. Yeah, one of the things that we do at the combine is we're and we're learning what Brad. Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are looking for, and I think we've got a, a pretty good idea of what they want in specific players. The, culture is a very big thing. We talked off the air before we started the show about the, the culture fit and how it is very exclusionary and how that's a good thing. This is not a team that's going to get caught drafting somebody that they don't know how to use and doesn't fit in with the, the group that they've got. And so finding those guys, uh, you want you want guys that are solid people off the field. You want people that live, breathe, die football. Uh, They 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 want um, to use the phrase they want the dog in them. 
and uh, there were some guys that woofed down there, uh, and, and some guys that you didn't expect necessarily that, that would be guys that you would consider for the Lions. Uh, one of the one of the guys that, that really struck out to me was Maryland cornerback Deontay Banks, goes by Tay now. Like this is a guy; he's got good film at, at Maryland, but he's coming out of Maryland. Like they're not known for their defense. You know that that's the team that tries to outscore you with with Tagovailoa and, and all that stuff. And this guy there. I tell you what, he is definitely in play at 18 uh, for a cornerback. He, he talked about how he wants to physically dominate you if you're going against him. He's going to get in your head. He's going to push you around. He's going to impose his physical will. He said that twice in his combine interviews. I'm standing in front of him like, that's a Dan Campbell guy right there. And there was a few guys that, that stood out like that. And, and there, was, there was actually, honestly, some guys that were like, I don't think this guy's got that to him. Like, he didn't have that dog in him. And, and it was... It was interesting to see and, and talk with some of the other Lions guys that are down there about like, yeah, we, we were we were kind of high on this player, but now I, I don't see it as much. And and that's uh, that's what the combine is really about for us as the media is finding out who fits where. Um, obviously, there's a ton of buzz that goes on about where, who's going to be where in free agency and where they're going to go in the draft. But from the Lions standpoint, it was it was a lot easier to see like who can be Lions and who won't be Lions. And that that's what I got out of, the, out of the week down there. Well, and you look at Holmes and Campbell, and you think about this, Jeff, that they've, they've spent you know over two years building this culture. It's still not a finished product. They've, yep. they've finished eight and two. And we've been talking all season uh, since that Packers win that I think they'll try and re-sign as many players as they can because they want to keep that run going. I know you got the break with the season ending, uh, but they were moving quickly uh, in the right direction. Nobody's expecting them to win the Super Bowl a uh, year from now. So your goal is playoffs first. Right. Uh, NFC North would be awesome if you could win that home field advantage to some level in the playoffs. So uh, the culture, and you mentioned the interviews, and that there were very few players that that fit that dog mentality, that locker room uh, fit uh, that yeah. they, and so they're going to be very selective, and that that not only will be connected to the combine, then the NFL draft, but I think we're going to see that in free agency, and also you'll see it with guys that they resign. A hundred percent, and like the free agency's coming up, they actually did sign somebody. They signed Ross Piercebacher, who's their backup. Center. Oh God, I was hoping. They I were know, get right? Pierce Bacher. Yeah, I was, he, I was telling Superfly when Risden comes in, tell me that they got Pierce Bacher inked. He's back, um, league minimum. To be honest, I didn't know he was on the team. Um, that's why I bring mo- you. Mo- most people don't, and that's okay. Uh, but he he is back. Um, he's he's not terrible. He's a fifth round pick a few years ago out of Washington, or for, out of Alabama, drafted by Washington. But yeah, they're they're going to be looking at bringing guys. You know, Jamal Williams is the big one. And one of the things that we learned at the Combine is that Jamal does want to test the market just to see what's out there for him. And that's that that that's that's a little ominous, maybe, that that you know, another team might pay him for the seventeen touchdowns when I think the Lions have a very good idea of what he does, what he offers the team, and how important he is in the locker room. So uh that that might raise his price tag a little bit and hopefully it's not enough to to get him out. But uh that's and that, that could very well be Jamal negotiating in public, although I don't think he's that kind of guy. Uh, I, I don't get that sense from him at all. So uh, that's one. But, you know, 
the the big one that I saw that's going to be gone is Evan Brown. Uh, he won't be back. He's he's going to get starter money. But, but is that a big loss for the Lions? It is. Well, they have to replace him with somebody better than Ross Piercebacher as your your backup interior lineman. And he's look. He started at center in 2021 because Ragnow was hurt. Started at right guard the entire year in 2022 because uh, because Big V was hurt. He he was good. Um, he wasn't great, but he was good. He was fine. Uh, but you you are going to have to replace that on your roster, and uh, the answer isn't internal right now. You don't you don't know what you got with with Tommy Kramer, Logan Senberg, uh, Rosh Piercebacker. Keep bringing them up. Isn't that though? And we again since the end of the regular season, and Jeff Risden from the LionsWire dot com, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking Lions. We'll get to the NFL QB carousel, free agency, and more. But uh, we've talked about that. That we, we know they're going to go after some offensive linemen and free agency, if not try and get a, a backup guard maybe in the second, third round, right? Absolutely. Uh, we, we know their needs. Uh, they're obvious, and I don't think Holmes or Campbell are playing any NFL card games on it, and it will be Fitz. And, and Fitz also, are, you don't get to just pick a dream team based on culture, Jeff. Right. They, they have to fit the salary cap, too. 100%. And uh, they, they have some room. They'll, they'll, they'll use it. But if you're somebody that's thinking they're going to chase after, um, like Derek, the, the Titans are legitimately trying to trade Derek Henry. The Lions are not going to be involved in those conversations. Every Lions fan is thinking, hold on, this is the Lions backfield next year. Lamar Jackson and Derek Henry. And I mean, this isn't Madden. Exactly. Sorry, you took the words right out of my mouth. Right. It's not Madden. It's, it's not Madden. I, I, that's where I want to throw when I'm reading Twitter. You know, again, I like your Twitter feed at Jeff R I S D O N. But some of these Lions fans are totally because they finished eight and two. They think every free agent outside of Aaron Rodgers and Brady, and we'll talk about Rodgers. Brady kind of <laughs> ended the myth. That yeah, he did. He's Brady's done. Tweeted it out and said, "You know, yeah. I'm worried more about my what two month old cat or something." Yeah, have 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 heard that he's already gained ten pounds. Oh, if I'm Tom Brady, I got a beer gut. I'm, and the next pool shot you see of him, he's got a beer gut with oh, empty, empty Bud Light cans and, and four plates of nachos because he's been eating kale for 10 years. He'll look like me on the 4th of July. That'd be and great. I don't care. And you reach a point, he's 46. <laughs> yeah. He's almost to the I don't care phase of his life. And when I say that, you're, you're, you're not going to be by the pool on spring break. You're not 25. I, I told you the story where we used to do these mid-Olympics and – they, they had yes. the 20th anniversary, and it shows all of us with six-pack abs, all buffed. And and now, you know, 25 years later, no, it was more than that. It was 35 years later, I got a big trough of macaroni and cheese I'm spooning into my mouth <laughs> <laughs> like it's a forklift. And I go, you know, and I, and I also, I have swim trunks on, right, where you're, you're seeing the crack of the moon showing. I don't care. I don't care. Hey, can I get some pepper uh, for my macaroni cheese? That's so. that's that's a great place Maybe, to be at. But and, and and he said, I don't think he's. In, there's still no confirmation that he's going to be there for Fox this fall. He's he's talking about trying to repair his marriage. We'll we'll see what happens with all that. Yeah, he he's he's a fascinating story. He, so I, he doesn't I, need the money. Oh God, no, he doesn't need the money. And uh, in a divorce, Giselle might have to pay him alimony. She does legitimately make more money than he yeah, does. Pay him alimony, which is crazy. You're to Tom me. Brady out of everything you've done, and you got to get alimony. It's good to be Tom Brady. It's, it is. it's never not a good time to be Tom Brady. How would you like that? All the guys who have paid alimony, like you know what? I can't believe it. I got to pay alimony, and all of a sudden Brady gets an alimony check. Is life fair, Jeff? I, I would hope he would. 
donate that somewhere. I mean, it's not like he needs it. But, but I know. just uh, no, he'll take his but, beer gut and he'll go down to the nudie bar. That's what he'll do. <laughs> Got to watch out for those. Yeah, he's Tom Brady. He can do what he yeah, wants there was, to. Uh, yeah, we, uh, so I, I, I did not do it this year, but uh, I did have a friend. We have someone every year in a rotating cast. That's a group that I'm involved with and have been with for several years where we voluntarily go out to these strip clubs in Indianapolis and see which players or coaches are out there during the combine. Wow. Um, I didn't get that assignment I, this tell year. i what, man. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, anybody who questions the dedication of Jeff Risden, I never, if I ever see anybody on Twitter or Facebook or the Call the Huge show or on the street that tell me Jeff Risden isn't one of the most dedicated Lions NFL insiders. I do what I can. Nobody took me up on my offer for... Uh, they want to see if the players are out there. Absolutely. And again, you had the John Moran story. We, and that's that's why we do exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Like, like who's who's dialed in? Who, who's who's not taking this seriously? Who's not taking the... Like, we joke about it, but Did in, you in reality... Did you that from any players that weren't taking it seriously this year? Down and in. Not really. Uh, and I think I think... The players have a better understanding of the entire process now. They're being more careful. Um, there was a couple of guys who were pretty candid in their interviews. Uh, one guy talked, he, he used profanity several times. Was like, can I do that? I don't even care. Like, and that was sort of endearing. Uh, and he's actually a guy, uh, Keon White from Georgia Tech, who can play defensive tackle, defensive end. Uh, that the Lions will have some interest in. Uh, yeah. It, the other thing is, every year I offer my agent friends. My urine's clean, guys. If you got somebody that needs needs some help there, five hundred bucks, I, I got a, I got a vial for you. And nobody's taking me up. So on let it me yet. get this straight, though, Risden. I, again, I I don't know how 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 things drifted that far with you, but you're talking about nudie bar uh, beat writing and also uh, urine sales. I mean, you got you got to do it. You know, sports writers get paid. We got to do. We got to hustle, man. I know. My gosh, man, I'm going to have to get to Marty Board, the Michigan Sports Network, in a hurry and get that filling money sent to you because you're ready to sell your urine to NFL draft prospects. While you go, oh, um, all right, welcome back to the Coalition of the Detroit Lions podcast and Lions Wire. Let's look at today's coverage. Jeff, you're going to be over there by the bench press at the combine. Uh, Johnny, uh, you follow the Ravens. You're going to be at the nudie bar just south of the stadium. I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, you know, so uh, the Lions were there. How long were they? It was everybody there the entire, what, five days? All, every coach that you would think of was there for the entire. So I actually left. Uh, Did he have all of his assistants there, too? Was it the, oh, yeah, everybody was there. Right, so they have a hotel suite, right? Yeah, we got a chance to talk to Kelvin Shepard, Scotty Montgomery, um, uh, the new, uh, oh, what's his name? I'm blanking on it. Don't um, worry about it, man. Yeah, yeah, but you we, had other priorities. At the yeah, everybody was there. So uh, I, I, point of fact, I left Friday night. I had to go to Louisville to watch my daughter play volleyball for and the weekend. And you're a good dad. Uh, and your daughter's you. a great eighth we, grade we, volleyball player. We had a lot of fun down there. Uh, shout out to Far Out. Good job, 14 Black. You all did great. Your daughter's going to be a four-year starter basketball and volleyball at Zeeland East. If she's not, the coaches will get ripped nonstop every day on the huge show. <laughs> We'll see about that. She's got to earn it. But I got your back. She's Don't on her way. That. That, she's we, on her way. We're really becoming threatening, selling urine, talking about you having this took some weird the turns, the NFL. It, it went from a family show. You're wearing your Zealand hoop shirt, and I'm I thinking, as a, you know, are we going to get lightning strikes in the studio right now? So my, my daughter has her last middle school basketball game today. It's a, a, the, We're done with middle school sports after this. She doesn't play spring sports. She's dedicated to volleyball. So this is the end of like my, my going to a middle school sporting event. I'm 
kind of sad about there are, that. There are check, you know, the end of eighth grade. Or, uh, our school, you start middle school at, at the high school at sixth grade, so it's not the same. Yeah. Eighth is kind of like, there's some have eighth grade graduations, right? I and, hope we don't, but I, no, think, I don't think, it, I actually don't think we do. And your son <laughs> lost in the districts, but he's 6'9 and had a great junior year, right? He had a fun junior year. Very and good. He's going to have a, he'll be one of the top players in the state next year. Uh, for Zealand East, let's uh, hope so. He will. He will be. He works hard. He is working gonna, hard. He's going to be. He's going to play college. What level? I don't know. I mean, could be D one. Could o- be offers are uh, are. He has D two. Yeah, D two offers. Yep. I assume he usually starts that way. D three, D two, and then you see if you get the D ones, and then you decide on what's yeah. right fit for you. Good kid. I'm, I'm excited for AAU season to start. He is too. Uh, we, of course, he's playing out of Fort Wayne. He's playing for Indy Heat this are year. Are they ever going to play defense in AAU basketball? Because I'm watching Jet Howard. And, I, and granted, when he's on and shooting well, he's great. But oh, they are not teaching the necessary fundamentals for these kids. And, and, it's, and it's drifting into the NBA, which the NBA All-Star Game, lowest ratings in, what, like 30 years? I'm, I'm saying this not just because the Pistons are bad. The NBA, outside of a few teams, Boston, right? You know, yeah. uh, I like watching them. Golden State, obviously, yeah. with stuff. But it's unwatchable in 80% of the games. There's, there's some rough ones. And they I, don't play defense anymore. I'm a huge Cleveland Cavaliers fan, and one of the reasons that they've risen up is because they do play defense. The Sacramento Kings are having a fantastic year. Nobody knows about it because they win with defense. Yeah, but like, also they can score like crazy. Yes, they can. Oh, my God. That, 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 so, yeah. We have to get a lot of turns here, Bill. No, I don't get it. we got a lot. <laughs> you're, on, you're on for almost you know two and a half hours on the show. Trust me, we're going to cover anything. People are going, I thought you guys were talking to me. Lions, I have my little checklist on the Lions. Yeah, we're going to get to it all. Okay, we're going to get to free agent targets for the Lions. Uh, We'll get to Lamar Jackson. Uh, The Lions fans now are sending out the tweets with him in a Lions uniform. I'm happy that the Lions fans have moved on from from Jalen Ramsey to Lamar Jackson. You're moving up in the world. A little Derrick Henry. That wasn't as much. Yeah. But they started saying, well, could you imagine if our backfield is Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson with Jameson? And I'm like, yeah, why don't you go get a straight jacket and check in for therapy right now? Enjoy I, having minimum I, wage people on the on your entire. Defense. I worry, and I know I get generational talent, but as you preach what Campbell preached at the combine publicly, let alone what they say privately about culture, about you know the team first, and I look at Lamar Jackson and and what he's done. Uh, to get this, well, what's it called? The uh, what's the, the sec- He has the fr- non-exclusive, non-exclusive franchise, yeah, tag. non-exclusive yeah. franchise tag. Which, uh, if somebody, uh, if someone gives, they have make, a right to match, they, and then if yeah. not, they got to give up two first round, two first round picks, and it can't be the same year. It has to be consecutive years, right? Right. So, and, and, and otherwise, he gets like thirty three million he, or he something. 30, 35.1, I think is yeah, the figure, a lower which, number which than is, the franchise tag. Yeah, the, the franchise tag is forty six million. So basically, so, what yeah. they said was, okay, um, we're not going to sign him, franchise tag him, but if you want to make him a big offer, we're not going to match, and we're going to take the two first rounders. Right. That, that's basically where you're at with Lamar. In, right. In effect, they're letting the market set his salary, which is smart. As long as you can reconcile the fact that he's going to come to you and say, "Why didn't you want me?" Uh, and that, that's a, that's a difficult. And they said they've act. been about what about a year and a half of negotiations or whatever. They've been at it. For, and remember, Lamar does not have an agent, and that is coming to be a big thing uh, because if he had an agent, I, he'd probably be signed by now. Yeah, but also by not having an agent, an agent could convince him to stay. It's obvious he wants out of Baltimore. 
that can certainly be construed that way. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the way yeah. it looks. So we, we'll talk about him. Yeah. A car signing. Daniel Jones, Giants reach a deal with him. They franchise tag uh, Barkley. Uh, the quarterback carousel is getting thinner. There's even a report that the Jets are flying to meet Rodgers. They did. Yeah. They, so, they flew out to California to meet, like, the, the, team, in the, darkness, the team owner flew they, out the, there. In the darkness, did they meet in a dark room? I hope so. I'll only do meetings with NFL teams in a dark room. That's it. Like in, uh, what was the movie? Eight Men Out, where he's sitting, the judge is sitting in the back oh, of the yeah. room. What yeah, a great, great movie. Yeah, it is a great movie. The, who played Cobb? Was that Tommy Lee Jones? Yes. That's Cobb. The Cobb is the other yeah, movie. Cobb is the other one. Cobb is the other Yeah, he goes, Eight Men Out. I go, you mean Cobb? Was that Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> it was Tommy Lee Jones who played Cobb. It was. That's what yes. I meant. Yes, well, it was. What have we covered in the first 20 minutes? We're everywhere. We hit every sport. There's a lot to talk about. NFL free agency, more on the Lions, Lamar Jackson. Uh, we'll get to Carr, Rodgers, uh, what the Lions will do in the draft. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by our friends from the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. Just a few home dates remain inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and also the Van Andel Arena box office and follow the Grand Rapids Gold for specific dates and info year-round on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news Press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Fish on! The 
Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids is back March 9 through 12. Over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing boats, fishing trips, and hunting gear all inside the Boss Place. Shop two acres of the newest tackle from Michigan dealers who know Michigan waters and game fish. With traveling specialty baits only available here once a year. Book the trip of a lifetime at lodges, fly-ins, charters, and resorts. Meet the guides and lodge owners at the show. It's a fishing boat supermarket. Get the best boat prices of the year from dealers who specialize in rigging them right. Free fishing and hunting seminars from the pros and guides on five stages. See Lake Ultimate with fast boats floating right on the lake. Plus rock climb and trout pond for the kids, hog trough, and more. And the lumberjacks are back. See them climbing, chopping, and log rolling on Lake Ultimate. It's all at the Ultimate Sports Show this Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. Thursday only, bring in a bag of six or more grocery items for sportsmen against hunger. Get free admission to the show. Go to ultimatesportshow.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I do want to thank everybody from the Collaborative Lab. Our fourth anniversary show was fantastic. If you missed it, just search Michigan Sports Network on YouTube. We also have the quick links. I had the huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. It was a lot of work, but it was worth it. And Superfly was great. Here at 96.1 The Game, our flagship station studios, and Andy and Jeff Morton and Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network, Hannah, the director. Uh, it really turned out well. It was a lot of work. Uh, TV is a lot of work, uh, but the visuals of having Herman Moore, Izzo, Beeline, Drew Neitzel, Kathy Cooper, the executive director for the Meyer LPGA Classic. Uh, what a Tuesday afternoon into early evening at the Collaborative Lab. And if you're a business owner, if you're a team, if you want to put together the ultimate presentation, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, Riston, I just showed you, you some You were showing me some of the stuff from behind the scenes. That's an incredible place. Yeah. That's some inc- very high-quality it, it look. It looks like something you'd see in New York, Chicago, L.A. Oh, right? absolutely, yeah. Yeah. It, 100%. High-quality ESPN-ish. Even, even has a bigger look than Bally Sports Detroit. It has that big... Feel and that's what that was their intent, and we did it. And brought and j- just looking and at it and everything, like the the audio quality and the, the 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 type of equipment that they have for recording and producing is is top of the line, man. It's it's sweet. And Superfly's interview, which I'll play that audio later in the week. Again, we'll ride with anxiety ridden off my question. What's it like to work? Direct quote uh, on the Huge Show. You heard it. Uh, hectic with a <laughs> uh, included in that. With anxiety-ridden, stressful. Stressful was, was mentioned. So i, I got to say this. I've, I've been up here, what, probably 100 times. That's the first time I think I've ever seen Brett without a hat on. Yes, he showed up for, we recorded that last uh, Thursday. Is that, is that accurate, Brett? <laughs> yeah, he yes, like, it is. <laughs> he looked like he was going to court. <laughs> he looked like he was going to church or court, one or the other. I'll go with court. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I am not going to debate his spirituality. I'll go with court. It really, you know, we had all the clients there, Jeff. Uh, we had Izzo, friends of the show, Izzo, Beeline, uh, Herman Moore, who endorses uh, the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app and the, still involved with the Lions community. Yeah. Uh, Lions, Lions Nation Unite. Check it out. That's Herman's, uh, Is Herman's it? thing. Yeah. 
Is he at line? Is he is he still doing that podcast like Breaking Bread with uh, Lomas Brown? They they don't do it often. Uh, they hope to revive it soon. Yeah, but guys, you you know this and in, in doing the Detroit Lions podcast. Yep. Or I get approached all the time on, hey, you should do a podcast. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm doing three hours of radio five days a week. All of our opinions and interviews and hours and full shows are out there in podcast land. You know, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean. Why do I? Now, trust me, I would like to do an hour podcast weekly where I could really say everything unfiltered. But you can't do that while you're still doing a statewide show. And we have, and it was there yesterday, we have one of the best list of partners uh, any show has anywhere in this state outside of maybe the ticket in Detroit. So there's a balance. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we supply, what, nine, ten different ways to listen to smaller portions, bigger if you want. It's your own a la carte menu. Just search the huge show every download podcast and guys like Lomas and Herman who have made their money, who are kind of in the enjoy life zone. They don't want to sit down every week and do a podcast. No, they don't. And so Herman does, he does do quite a bit with the Lions Nation Unite and he's got a, a nice little staff there. Uh, shout out to my guy, Micro Mike, who, who works for him and does a lot of great work with him. But yeah, that's, that's something that uh, they get together when they can. And I've, I've, we've had Herman on the podcast several times. He's a great guy, great talker. Awesome. Um, tell, tell stories very well. And I, I always appreciate that about Herman because I like when, when I was in college was when he played for the Lions primarily. And so I didn't get to witness a lot of it, you know, going to school in Southern Ohio where we didn't have cable TV at the time. Like to get to know him now and to go back and look and see what he did. Man, he was good. He was. He was really, really good. You know, I brought that up during the interview yesterday. I said, Herman, do you ever think about Barry and Lomas and Kevin Glover and Perryman and Spillman and all those guys you had around you when you see a Super Bowl or you see one of these teams on a great run? And he goes, yeah. And he he paused. And, yeah, "Yeah, I do think about it. But he did echo what you've said during the offseason, what I've said. And I, I told Herman this. I said, I've never been as comfortable in an offseason with ownership, coaches, and players with the Lions as I'm right now, this offseason, ever. In my life, as a 61-year-old who looks like he's 41, a uh, Lions fan. I would agree with that. Um, I, would, I wouldn't have you for f- maybe maybe 45, Bill, maybe. You're trying to be nice, Riz. I, I wasn't looking for nice. <laughs> I was looking for an answer. <laughs> I was um, looking for an answer to say, our question. I would say that I am more confident that this team and regime will not screw things up than I ever have been before. And that, that goes back a long way. And that includes front office and oh, coaches. And ownership. And ownership. She, when, when she dropped, I mentioned this during our interview on our anniversary show, Yesterday from the Collab Lab in Comstock Park. When Sheila Hamp Ford dropped Ford, that was not a subtle, but was a message to the Lions fan base and the team and organization. And there's there is talk, and I don't I can't confirm that it's gonna happen, but there is talk that they're gonna take the WCF patch off the next uniform update. And I think that would be very well received. Could that be the end of the curse? That would be very well received by most fans, myself included. Yeah, well, her her uh, removing I know, the I name. Know, I know they have been. I know they have been told to get rid of it by a lot of people, both internally and externally. Well, and it's something that she, that's Sheila's call. We'll we'll see if it happens. I mean, it is her father. Uh, that's it's tough to think about this. Yeah. Okay, you dropped your father's name. I know you're married. You know the hyphen, right? Yeah. It's Ford Field. 
The yep. Ford family owns the team. This is unprecedented, not only with the Lions, but with any other ownership, okay, that you, you, you know, even Virginia McCaskey was a, well, a Hallis, right? She is was. That, is, for you to do that, you, you were telling the media and the Lions fan base, this is the line and time of change. Yes. Yeah, you don't see that. Well, um, Cincinnati is a very tight family like that, owned by the Brown family. But they've sheltered in the daughters now, right? Yeah, the, and the, the daughters are, are, by the way, they're, they're sharp. They're good, too. Um, the, the talent, like, jumped a generation, but, yeah, that's, that, that's a similar thing. But they're not, they're not hiding from the fact that they're of the Brown family. Uh, um, Katie, I can't think of her last name, has a different last name that's not Brown. But uh, she basically runs the show down there. She's very sharp, too. And that's, you know, she, uh, Sheila, I think her approach was that she she understood the the frustration of the fans and understood where her mom and dad, and more her dad than her mom, went wrong. And I think she has learned from that. And look, does she make everything right? No, she doesn't. She doesn't make all the right decisions. But she has... I think she has delegated to very smart people decisions that need to be made. And when she came out last year and reinforced her support for Brad and Dan, it's not a coincidence that that's when the team took off. Like the the players at that point, you know, you're one and six. It's not working. Like this is this is the time when a lot of impetuous owners are going to make a change and make a rash decision. Um, I cover that in Cleveland. I covered it in Houston. I've seen it in Indianapolis. That that that's a danger zone. And the fact that she came out and was was and she gave her her voice of support, but it wasn't like it wasn't like she was being for, like she was comfortable about it. Like she didn't she didn't seem stressed by it. She's like, yeah, I, I understand the frustration, but we understood when going into this that it wasn't going to be easy, and we're going to see it through. And just saying that, like you could feel the tension go away, and not just from the coaches, but from the players. Like the players. Players hate regime change, man. They don't want to go through that again. They don't want to have to look. I got to learn a new system. I got to learn a new coach. Maybe I won't fit in. Now I got to. Now I'm going to get traded. Or I got to find a new play. Like all of that went away, and you saw how much better they played because of that. I don't. I don't want to give Sheila too much credit, but you got to give her some. Well, Dan Campbell did after the Packers win on that Sunday night, you know, locker room video where he's doing game balls, and he said she cares about you. She knows about all of you. Yep. She's actively involved. And he pointed her out, and I thought really that postgame speech was a launching pad for this offseason and what I think will be, you know, again, you need health, uh, you, you need execution on the field, you need creativity off the field, preparing and creativity in game. But I think the Lions uh, are the next team up uh, in the NFL, maybe following in the footsteps of the Bengals. They don't have a Joe Burrow. We'll see if Jamal... Or well, Jamal Williams, if they sign him, and also you got Jamison, uh, how that pans they, out. They have the potential to do any. Oh, of that, they though. do. They really do. I know, and they and they even have more of that potential. I know the Bengals line was banged up this past season, but that O line, uh, you know, again, Jamal Williams, yeah, with all the touchdowns you scored, I don't know. I I don't sense there's this massive market for him because a lot of people know he got a lot of TDs because the Lions have that great O-line. I would agree with that. And uh, that was one of the things that came out when I was talking with people in Indianapolis is one of the first things that they say about the Lions is your offensive line is fantastic. And it goes beyond Panay Sewell, who gets most of the fan acclaim for it. Frank Ragnow is the best center in the NFL when he's healthy. Taylor Decker is a top five-ish left tackle and, and has played very well the last two seasons. He and Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach, click, and it shows. 
Jonah Jackson, pro bowler, left guard. Right guard's a little bit of a question. We're going to see probably Big V come back, but probably also get challenged for that spot. But, man, if if he's back and he plays weight in 2021 – that that's a great offensive line. Like you you can you can line me up and I can get three yards per carry behind that. And I'm I'm slow as dirt. <laughs> well, if you think about the O line, obviously golf. We all have talked. The biggest need is a veteran backup uh, two QB. Go ahead and draft a hundred percent on draft, offense. Draft a rookie third fourth round and uh, groom him as a third stringer. Golf right now is a steal when you're looking at Jones getting forty million. Car close to forty million. Jones forty million to stay with the Giants. Car close to forty million a year now with the Saints. Goff's a steal for a couple of seasons, and I don't think he's knocking on the door for more money now. If he goes and not leads, now, if he, he will, if he leads them to eleven and six season, his, his price tag. You, you look at those contracts right. that, that, that Car, uh, the Geno Smith got from Seattle, that that Daniel Jones, yeah, Geno got. Smith, wow, yeah. Um, that surprised me, but they're going with him. Thirty-five million dollars, and that's a guy. If you're Jared Goff, you can you can comfortably go to the Lions management and say, "I'm better than all well, those." You better you can say you're better than Daniel Jones. Absolutely, forty million. He here. is better than Daniel. But, Jones. but Daniel Jones, you know, took him to the playoffs. There's things that Goff needs to do. So yeah, the backup QB, the O line depth there. Uh, a third running back, possibly yeah. in the second they, round. They could use a big wide receiver on the outside. So too. DJ, you think DJ is gone? I do. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think, think he's I gone think, for I sure. I think Chicago, Cleveland, Tennessee, somebody's going to pay him. Right. So he's gone. So yeah, you need another uh, big receiver, possession guy, because you're going to have the speed. Yeah. Uh, and Jamison and you know St. Brown again, possession receiver is good as anybody in the league. I will talk more about that. I know defensive line, the edge rush or the corner, which we oh, think there's a lot be, to talk about on defense. Yeah, pick, pick six <laughs> and 18 should be uh, defensive selections in round one. Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com. Follow the lion's wire, Twitter and Facebook at Jeff R I S D O N. Also, he's a co-host on the Detroit lions podcast that you can watch and listen to on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soarin' Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play.
Join the fun and become a puzzle master. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is back for the second annual Be Brave Puzzle event on March 11th. This family-friendly event will raise funds for breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Learn more at VAI.org. The Winery Dogs, live in concert Monday, March 13th at 7.30 p.m., live on stage at the Voss Performance Hall. Back in full force, don't miss the vibrant powerhouse trio, the Winery Dogs, with their fresh hooks, gut bucket grooves, and bold harmonies. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com, March 13th at DeVos Performance Hall. For tour info, check out TheWineryDogs.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are set to wrap up hour one on this Wednesday, presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. A lot of winter championships underway, districts, regionals, and more. Uh, championships coming up in hockey, other sports that will wrap up their winter schedules. On-demand viewing live and archived at MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. Earlier on our anniversary show yesterday, I had a chance to talk to one of our good friends, Connected to law enforcement. Uh, Tim Wheeler is back with me. Uh, our partnership with the Huge Show and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Chiefs of Police and what their mission is right now in the state of Michigan. Not only looking for uh, new law enforcement officers, 4,000 openings right now, but uh, upgrading the image of law enforcement in our state. Exactly. Yeah, I was brought in a few months ago to help them with retention recruitment and image and that's why uh, you have been an absolutely perfect fit as you know we started our, our Wednesday show true and blue with you just a few weeks ago um, I think I've said it nine different ways true blue blue and true true are you and blue and then there was true with Bill and Bill and blue and I've, I still hey, have you, the list you sent me the desk. name and I'm like what is it I, I'm like Bill's killing it I got a great client with Tim and all the great police chiefs across Michigan and I can't get true blue out What's going on there, Timmy? You call it whatever you need yeah, to call but, it. But, but we, and, and when we got together before, during, and after the show at the convention mm-hmm. for the Chiefs of Police in downtown GR about a month ago, you can see they're united about uh, letting their officers know that they respect them and that most people in the state of Michigan respect them. Yeah, they really, really do. But what I've found is that, uh, by and large, law enforcement simply doesn't want to blow their own horn. And I'm trying to get them to realize, guys, most of us are rooting for you. We want to hear those stories. And that's why, again, why it's a perfect fit, because you bring that out. But, Bill, the stories are just countless. You know, one great story after another after another. And I simply want to help get them to all of Michigan, so people know what we really, truly have. And Johnny Brayden Sr. mentioned the story, yeah. which was the first week of our partnership with the unfortunate tragedy of Michigan State. And, uh, you know, I heard from the, uh, the assistant chief for public safety for Michigan State University. I dropped him a note the night everything happened. If I can help you, if, if you want to join the show, let me know. And I think it was Sunday night, I checked my email, and he thanked me for my... Uh, support and I thought, you know what? That's law enforcement, and they they were going in the other way. They saved lives that night in East Lansing. They flat out saved lives. 
If the police didn't respond, that could have been a horrible tragedy. But it wasn't just the Michigan State Campus Police. It was the surrounding Ingham County and Lansing metro area where they all were going in while people are hiding from a shooter where they didn't know uh, where he was. And you talked about this earlier, too, is that there were off-duty officers that simply heard turn their cars around and went in and went, how can I help? And there's one thing I think people need to know. I think it really speaks to who who these men and women are. When, you know, our our show starts right when the MSU tragedy hits. So we were scrambling, trying to get different people on the air. And we had people involved in that scene and they were apologizing to me, saying, I'm very sorry that please let Bill know that we just can't do this right now. I thought, I think you guys have better things to do. But there they were taking the time to apologize. And then several of them did get on the air. And now that, that a lot of them are not involved in that, they're lining up to come talk with you. But I, I just think that speaks volumes. Well, I, I really connected with Johnny Brand Sr. and Voice for the Badge. And on and off air, uh, we both have stood there privately and publicly for the men and women of law enforcement. And that's why fate, destiny, the connection of you with Marty Boer. And we're here now even with a bigger platform. And Johnny has his voice for the badge. And we'll continue it uh, with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Thank Tim Wheeler, good man. Uh, proud to be a longtime uh, partner there. Uh, well, hopefully a long-time partner with the huge show. <laughs> We're only a couple months in. It's been awesome. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Bill. Big. Bad. Huge.